Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast from Switch to Manual. I'm Antonio, and this is episode 86 for the end of November. And for those of us in the United States, I hope your Thanksgiving was great and filling and fun. And uh, yeah, I, I had a good time. I, <laughs> I actually did two Thanksgivings, one at home with neighbors and friends, and then uh, a second Thanksgiving with my uh, uh, brother and sister upstate New York. And uh, it was a great opportunity to uh, bring out my camera <laughs> and be a photographer too. I, I took a bunch of pictures, but I took them, uh, I had a good time because it wasn't sort of hiding behind the camera for the whole, uh, uh, day that we were day and a half that we were there. You know, I, I was able to, uh, be it's kind of discreet and be part of the, you know, uh, festivities as well. And I could have fun with my camera and that, that, you know, has something to do with the gear and the, and the way it's presented, you know, and I have, uh, Fuji, um, uh, you know, uh, the mirrorless, uh, XT 20, and it's got a bendy screen and that really lets me, uh, interact, uh, and take pictures simultaneously. So I'm not like having my face pressed against the, the viewfinder all the time. I can look down. So, uh, I thought, you know, those are quick sharing. I, I had, I actually took some really nice pictures. I mean, I, they're not snapshotty at all, which is kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I liked, I like doing that. So I hope all of your Thanksgivings and, 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 uh, wherever you, uh, spent it, uh, you had a good time and that you're now, we're all supposed to be getting on the treadmill. <laughs> and I know I need to do it instead of sitting here in front of my computer. But anyway, uh, I want to get right into the show. It's a little bit of a long discussion and I just want to give you a little heads up about it. It's, um, a one-on-one discussion with my friend, Mark Ryerson and, uh, doing things a little bit differently. I'd like to get your feedback about it, uh, if you like it, but it, it was taking some, uh, Taking a page out of uh, uh, Shutter Time's book with uh, Mac. Mac was doing. Uh, um, we were doing these featured photographer. Uh, you know, um, I, I was. I've been on a guest on the show, and we were doing featured photographer. And a couple of episodes ago, we did a. Uh, I came up with the idea to talk about William Eggleston, who's an American photographer who was considered the king of color photography. Uh, if you don't know who that is or what that refers to. Uh, go and listen to that episode with uh, uh, Mac and me uh, talking about that. But the idea was that I really wanted to learn about something, uh, in this case, this photographer, and I thought we, we would work it out on air with, uh, you know, on the show. We would try to figure this out live, you know, because I, I didn't know enough about this photographer. And it was a great discussion. And uh, in in this episode, uh, Street Shots, I had sort of a similar idea with my uh, buddy Mark Ryerson, also from Canada. And uh, I wanted, there was something that came up, we were talking offline, and uh, the uh, phrase uh, creative oasis popped up into my head while we were talking. And I thought, you know what, that would be kind of a cool thing to try to hash out on a show. So this episode is just me and uh, Mark really trying to take that phrase creative oasis and see what it means and how it refers to photography and what can it do for us. It's a kind of a laid back episode where the two of us are talking and uh it was a late night <laughs> the other night and i was really th- thankful for mark to uh join me at the last minute but i really wanted to sort of hash this out so you know let me know what you guys uh think about that i mean i, I kind of like figuring stuff out uh and uh not ahead of time you know like doing it live and having you guys you know uh listen and sort of join in that discussion in, in the thought process right rather than having everything sort of scripted and figured out 
So I'd like to hear your feedback about that. I, I actually like to do this more often uh, because I think the exploration is worth it. You know, we, we all have a, we don't have a map in our hands and we're sort of going through the, you know, the jungle as it were with, a, you know, a, a, a compass and a, a blade to cut our path through there and just trying to figure out what, you know, maybe we create a new map and find out what's going on and I'd like to do that more often. So just let us know. But, uh, so, you know, it's a little over an hour. So I hope you enjoy the discussion and, uh, Without further ado, it's uh, me and Mark Ryerson. I'm here with uh, my buddy Mark Ryerson. Did I always say your name right? Yep, you did. Yeah, yeah. And you were only on a few episodes ago, but <laughs> this, is, this is all sort of a last minute, literally a last minute, let me get you on the show, let's talk. Uh, this is sort of a new thing. Um, the, the idea is, uh, partly I like to, f I bet you notice I've been on, I've been on uh, the show with Mac a lot on, on shutter time since Sid left. Right. Yep. And yeah. And we've been, uh, we've been doing things on the show where we've been like, you know, pulling out a feature photographer and then sort of analyzing and we've been sort of doing it live, like trying to figure stuff out. And we just did one on William Eggleston. Cause I wanted to know about this guy, but I had no idea about it. And so me and me and Mac just sort of hashed it out, you know, on his show. And I kind of, you know, wanted to take a page from that book a little bit and kind of figure something out on this show. And it's kind of a thing that I haven't done before. And Mark, you, you agreed kind of to like go, you know, on this journey a little bit as well. <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah. and and for the people who are listening we don't know where this is going to go all right uh and you're just going to have to bear with us if you like it you know let me know if you don't like it let me know um but see let's see what happens because i kind of like this idea of you know trying to figure something out live instead of having all the th stuff planned out already and uh i guess the idea is like if we were all sitting around someplace you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't know what the hell we're talking about. We'd be figuring this stuff out while we're talking anyway. So, uh, so let's see where we can go with this. But um, let's let's jump into this thing. I, I I had this idea about what was called a creative oasis, and this comes from Mark and I talking earlier today uh, on a on a different social media uh, platform, and you know this idea. First of all, the idea, the word popped in my, or the phrase popped in my mind. I actually looked it up, right? And there's like all these motivational <laughs> companies <laughs> that use this phrase. And I'm like, oh, geez, this is not what I wanted to do. Like, I'm not trying to give those guys any credit. But um, I don't know, Mark, do you want to start? I know it's like, because this came from stuff that was happening. And you don't have to go into all the details, but maybe just go into a little bit that, you know, we can get sort of kick-started here if you're when whatever you're willing to talk about yeah sure um right. yeah we were talking why well, we were talking it was more like started with me just i don't even know what the right word would be <laughs> complaining is not quite the right word just expression of frustration e expressions really. yeah frustration yeah and uh with things that are going on at uh primarily at work which has been uh, kind of extraordinarily draining both in its environment and and the stuff that's happening and it's just it's been very very draining and I come home and I'm exhausted most nights and just tired and have zero energy and 
I don't know if it was that today or earlier yesterday. I'm like, give a fairly poignant expression of frustration and, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. of what happened. And, 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 it, and then, but at the same time, I, I contrasted it with in the last three weeks, I've had these um, three great shoots. I did a, um, a lighting and figure workshop um, with a, a photographer in town here has been in the game for a, a very long time. He said he actually I was when I was talking to him, he said uh, he used to um, he developed all the film for the 88 Olympics that were here. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Really? So, he was, so he's working wow. with time and New York, like all these big um, publications because uh, he and was one of the labs processing film. So it was kind of cool. Anyway, he's a, he's a really he's one of the he's extraordinarily good at lighting. Uh, studio lighting um, and so you put this workshop on and it was awesome and it was just to be in that um, sacred space of a, of an art studio again um, I don't know sure if anybody's had that opportunity out there but I mean just like a like a uh, was it a photo studio or yeah. just an art space yeah yeah it's an it's a photo studio in like an older building downtown mm-hmm. um, and you know it's it's kind of open and it's just some two by four walls and i don't know how big the space is exactly but it's dedicated to art and he doesn't do a lot of if any commercial photography through there maybe a a few headshots and portraits and stuff but Mm -hmm. it's primarily for his um creative stuff Mm. and so you just enter it and it's like entering a holy place it's a it is a sacred space and it was good just to be immersed in that Mm. world for five hours and everything just disappeared um, and then later, well, that would have been a Sunday. So yeah, later that week, I don't remember what it was. doesn't matter. I, um, I've been trying to get a shoot together with this model. Uh, and so I texted her and she's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then it ended up being the next day. Cause that, that was the Monday. Tomorrow was the Monday and mm-hmm. it didn't work. And so I did that mm-hmm. shoot and that was, uh, that was pretty good. Um, and then I just did a shoot on Sunday and the same thing, which is connected with a model that we were both there to create art and it wasn't about anything but that. Mm-hmm. And so it was a, I don't know, it was two hours or 90 minutes, two hours of, again, just going to that space. Mm. Um, so with that, and then you, you know, when you text me back, like in this oasis, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's a very apt <laughs> word. Because and then that definition that you kind of shot to me here on the uh, something that provides refuge or relief or pleasant contrast. I'm like that's exactly what these moments are. Yeah, when you described it, you know, I pictured this desert being the rest of reality and life and work, and then you like the way you just somehow you described it, and I just saw this like you know palm tree spring water little place that you like you managed to crawl to. <laughs> Yeah. And and take of the of the bounties there and and then know that you had to you had to move on. Like you can't you can't the the oasis is not permanent. And then you have to go back through the desert and you have to find another one, you know. And I like I had a very strong visual about that because it it's because it, you the way you described it, you had these little pockets of time and then the rest of the stuff is is like, you know, our day jobs and stuff like that and well, life. 
Life, yeah. I mean, well, I don't. I don't want to equate life to a, like this hot desert, but sometimes it can <laughs> feel that way. You know. Well, but I, I, I don't know. It's. I think it's apt, and there's always like life is in the is in the mo. Life is made up of the moments in between. Right. Um, right. And then you find these great moments, whether with your family or with friends. But like, if you think about, most of life is kind of a desert, and to, yeah, we just choose. We often choose to remember the better moments, but. Um, and I think that's what makes it the human experience. But yeah, um, and I, I, again, I had this this idea that uh, I, I put you on the radio, I put you on the show tonight. We would figure out what the heck to do when we need a creative oasis um, to to come to to pass. And uh, uh, actually, you know, when you're saying this, I'm like, you, you you've got a day job, right? Yeah. And you got a family, you got kids, right? Yep. And then you you find all this time to to do the photography, like the yep. other things. Yeah, to put it in perspective, the last time I did a shoot was like the end of August, and I oh. have barely touched a camera or my camera. Okay. Well, right. I, I guess I did a couple of weeks ago in the beginning of November. I did the TED Talk, but that was that was a challenging and totally different. Um, that was like it was it was fun, but it was different. Like it mm-hmm. was. It wasn't the same type of um, right soul food as a as a purely creative shoot. Yeah, I mean, because you, you're really just you're at that point. You sound like you're a working stiff photographer. Yeah. A little, <laughs> a little bit, and and it just was really, It was a hard time because I was. It was. It's a lot of social stimulation, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I get enough of that in my day job. You know, to the point of saturation so it was yeah, yeah. you know long yeah. days of long week and then the saturday and it was like nine to five it was it was a long day it, but but again it's a cool environment because it's a ted talk so you have yeah. all those that type of energy there which was really cool what were you doing tell me because i don't oh i was tell we us were, what... i was photographing it yeah so we would do like we sit in got to sit through a lot of the talks and we photograph the crowd and the speakers and then mm-hmm. Um, photograph all the conversations in, in the break. Um, uh-huh. peop- there's some people with some technology that are there and sort of, or technology and part of the talk. Um, I don't know, just ancillary stuff to the to what was yeah, going yeah. on in the TED yeah. Talks that you shoot. So it's an event photographer type of gig for sure. Um, so it's cool to be in that so as much as it is, it was hard for me, it was still kind of good to be in a different type of space, right? I, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, I wouldn't say it was as lush an oasis, but it was still, it was still refreshing to be in a room full of ideas. <laughs> and, and all along you got your camera in your hands. Yes. And, and you're translating some of your experience through the lens. Uh, in that case with the Ted talks, it's your kind of part of your job, but yeah. Uh, it's interesting when part of your job r- requires you to be creative. I mean, it, it is a creativity. It's not just a record recording. Yeah. Um, because if it was just recording, they'd glue cameras on the wall and they wouldn't hire a photographer. So right. uh, you're there to, to, to you know, uh, bring your some sensibility for, uh, of what you see in here and, and record that with your camera. But I, I always think, like, anytime someone is paying you, uh, this is not a judgment thing. But like anytime someone's paying me to like use my camera, I'm like, woohoo! And yeah. and I don't mean that because I'm getting paid. It's just like, wow, you really want to 
give me money to to use my camera <laughs> there's like something really yeah awesome about that but yeah. but it's because they think they want your you know they they want your eye they want you to pick out and choose the things that are important and yeah so uh but that does i mean it does feel like a different kind of oasis i mean uh yeah you know i mean i i know that like sometimes photography feel like drudgery especially with event photography it can can be that way and i guess it can depend on how you approach it right i mean if you're at a ted talk you're not or you know you're not just closing your ears to what's going on uh and if anything does that inform you how to photograph i mean I think normally it should do a little bit more than I think it did affect me this time. Again, I was just, it's been, I just been so mentally exhausted yeah. that, um, you know, I, I, you, you hear the TED talks, but you don't get to absorb them as much as I should have been able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Racers. <laughs> this is all right. Yeah. It, it's weird. Cause it's like, it's like the end of November. You'd think that stuff would be done by now. These guys with their cars. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was like, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, boy, my brain just spaced out brain burp. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Just went down the road with that car. <laughs> it's like he took it away. Um, what was I going to say? C- keep going though. You were, you were saying something. Oh, just on the, on that being a part of this. So you still listen and it's fascinating to hear the conversation. So, I don't know. It, it's actually sometimes it's distracting because you're like you get into a talk and you're because what they're saying is really mm-hmm. amazing or or interesting and you're like oh yeah yeah I gotta take you know I gotta find other people that are finding this interesting and, and shoot them right right but, yeah yeah so it's it's definitely a mix you're not you're not you're not there to listen you're there to work but but you, in some way you cannot not be affected by what's going on I mean I found I find the same like the few times I've shot a a, a wedding right. I mean, it's a different, obviously a different event. I'm there to, to, to capture it and whatnot, but you can't, I couldn't help but be swept up by what's going on and the joy and stuff like that with everybody there. Um, you know, yeah. so the, you can't be totally dis, you know, dissociated from what's going on. Um, but you know, each, each job has its own requirements. So. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if you, like, I, I personally don't think I could disassociate myself. Um, you know, I've gone shooting and talked to uh, photographers that are very disassociative, and their photography, you see it in it, right? It's, ex- like, it's very clinical and very... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Formulaic, maybe? No, uh, no, because that, not necessarily, because that can imply, like, it's the rule of thirds and stuff. It's just... yeah you can tell that it's extremely observational. Like this oh, is, yeah. this is what happened. And it's, it's way more than a snapshot. Cause it, that, it, cause there's intention and mm-hmm. to it, but it just has a different feel hmm. uh, versus somebody that, um, or at least even my, even in my experience of when you kind of get into it and you're, you're, you're caught, you've caught some of the spirit of what's going right. on. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're, I, sometimes those pictures take a little bit more of a, um, I'm a part of this feel versus right. a standoffish. This is what happened feel. So I, yeah, I don't know if I could be a very good, um, photojournalist <laughs> or like, I don't know. I think it tear me up too much. I, yeah, I, I had that problem, but you know, like, 
to go back to the you know to sort of weave it back to the creative oasis um i keep thinking that uh you know oh wait the other thing is that's i know i remember what i want to say don't you go out on 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 breaks uh and and do photo walks sometimes on your lunch break uh i try to uh yeah. i have and not all the time but sometimes right so uh let's see until about mid 2017 I mm-hmm. did it every day, uh, really, almost without exception. Oh, every work okay. like Monday to Friday, without exception. Uh-huh. Very, very few times. Like if I had a work lunch or something, but I, I always took my lunch break and I would walk. And often it was with Ward, um, Ward Rosen, Ward Road, yeah, Ward Rosen. Um, yeah. I should call. He should be called the Fuji Ward. You guys are all Fuji. All these Fuji <laughs> shooters. Um, but we would go out and and it would be like we I've talked I think I've, we think we've talked about that that meditative practice. Yeah, yeah. And mid last year, um, the company I work for bought another company and merged with a third, and it's been chaos. And that has actually that I I would I don't think I'd be out of line to say that that's knocked me off kilter. And I have mm. not walked to the same regularity. In fact, it would be the opposite. I have walked less. Like if I had missed five days, <laughs> really, in a few within six months, it's now I'm like walking five days out of six months. It's Oof. brutal. Oof. So you you know it's like you knocked off kilter, and that's but that's your you know um, I want to say your like Garden of Eden, but that's the thing that can keep you moving through the desert is if you have this thing that you do you know maybe not every day, but you know oh well tomorrow I'm going to go out uh, on my lunch hour and with raw ward and, and go and shoot like that's your yeah but it's easier to find the oasis when you're wandering it's really hard when you oh. when you're stuck right I can't you know that's true if you're like stuck in quicksand <laughs> sorry to yeah. bring, bring up the desert kind of thing oh that makes well, a lot of sense yeah we'll keep, we'll yeah. keep this metaphor going yeah why not <laughs> you know like even even those shoots I did recently I went out by myself yesterday or the day before and i found uh-huh. actually the, the second last picture on my instagram not that that's going to make a difference after today but um there's i had found this stairwell that i've never found before that's the one that's yeah, the I, one i i commented, commented on. yeah i've never what seen a great shot before. my god <laughs> and so like is that because i had a couple of good i had been drinking from the from those oasis and i had something in me and I found another one I haven't posted yet that it's um, it's going to be along those Irving Penn line. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, with the cigarette butts. But um, <laughs> just, again, something that I've never seen before. Uh-huh. And I don't, I don't know, some, you know, someone will probably chalk it up to randomness, but it seems uh, coincidental that following those moments of oasis or mountaintop moments, if it can be described as that, there's a residue effect. Mm. And then when you don't, I find nothing for weeks or, and then I have no motivation to go. Yeah. I, I, I hear that. Like for me on the, on the same token was, uh, been the week, the, the few days before Thanksgiving, uh, up until today ish has been, uh, pins and needles generally, and without mm-hmm. going into a lot of detail, so it's just been like, been not also able to catch my breath, but, uh, for kind of like the first time 
in a, in a while. We had Thanksgiving here in my apartment. Uh, we mm-hmm. had neighbors. So that was like, you know, that took up a lot of energy, right? Because, you know, you're spending all this time getting ready for it, right? So uh, cooking and cleaning and all that crap. But then the next day we were going up to my brother's upstate, uh, slightly upstate New York. And I realized, like, I, I didn't really have to do anything. Like, we just had to go um, and basically be there with some, my sister and uh, my brother and my nephews and uh, my wife, um, my brother-in-law. You know, just, and it's a small group of people, really. But, like, I'm like, hey, I get to bring my camera with me. Hmm. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm not just the, you know, the family, you know, photographer and take snapshots. But I realized, like, I can do the kind of thing that I like to do with my, with my Fuji cameras. And I'm, I'm, I, I, I say that because I would really never do this before prior to having smaller sort of um, unobtrusive cameras that I got from Fuji, right? Mm. Like bringing my Nikon is just another, it's like going to a job, right? Mm. But throwing in the little, you know, the X100 and the and the, and the XT20, which are teeny tiny cameras, and they're kind of meaningless in some way. Uh, like, but I knew I could do some good stuff um, while I was there. And I posted some of the pictures. You saw some of them, right? Yep. Yeah. And I posted a bunch on on f- Facebook, so I you know made a little album, and I was like, "These aren't bad pictures," and it was like, you know, I I shot it in such a way that I wasn't taking myself out of the you know environment and out of the uh, the festivities and stuff like that. I was you know having a good time, and again, I think that has something to do with the kind of gear that I'm using. Uh, oh, is that know, what you meant? This is. This was, you made a comment about that. Uh, what did I say? Oh, what did you say? Um, this is a result of the gear. And I, I initially took it as um, fanboy talk, but now with this context, it makes a lot more sense, your comment. of Because oh. it's the form factor more than the actual camera that... Yeah, I mean, the yeah, all oh, right. Well, the form factor is, you know, okay, so I'm, I work with a, the, the X-T20 is a bendy screen. And, you know, just like the old uh, medium format twin lens reflexes, you can, your face isn't pressed against some viewfinder, right? Right, yeah. And so I'm still looking and then I'm looking down and I can, I can see a shot that I want to get. And, you know, it, it, it's not, if you, if you see the pictures, I'll, I'll post some, I'll, I'll post some of these in the show notes because why not? They're good shots. But I, I seem to have captured people. I, I'm looking at the pictures. Sorry, I'm, now I'm getting excited. <laughs> but I'm looking at the pictures and they look, I don't want to say stocky. That's not the right word. They look kind of, some of them look kind of uh, production-y or something. I don't know. Professional? <laughs> Professional. <laughs> you know, and they're not snapshot. Like that took a picture that know what they're doing. Right, that's exactly. Which is really strange because I don't necessarily feel that way all the time. You know, um, my desert is sort of d- drains that out of me a little bit. Uh, mm. And it's it's kind of fun when I pick up the camera and I look at the, and I take the shots and I'm like, oh, these are, yeah, I seem to know what I'm doing. But part of that was like, you know, I'm still, like, I'm not, I'm involved with the, with the, uh, the you know the Thanksgiving meal, the second Thanksgiving, the second Thanksgiving. I'm I'm involved with that. I'm still taking good pictures. Everybody loves the shots, and I got a lot of energy from that. I mean, it was an, am- an amazing amount of energy. And usually, I think like I don't want to go to a family event and take pictures, 
Um, but this time I did and it's in, and then now that was, that was Friday. This is what are we on Tuesday? Uh, and then I had to go back to work. <laughs> it was like yeah. back to this, you know, kind of going through the desert a little bit. Uh, and I, I, I don't quite see my, my, my horizons yet or my, my oasis yet. Um, because I just, I don't know. I mean. Like, you know, day-to-day things are, are keeping me from, from doing that. And so when you were talking about your little, like, pockets of stuff, I got a little envious, right? Mm. Difference between envy and envious and jealousy is I think jealousy, you want to spoil it for the other person. Envious, you want it too. So, yeah, I wanted it too. Like that idea that you said you went to a, a sacred space for the studio to photograph. And I was thinking, God, remember when I would go to studios and you're saying this and I'm like, yeah, like a photo studio when it's devoted to, to, to whatever it is, whether it's commercial in your case, you're talking about something that's artwork. It's just something about it. It it being this, like, this is what it does. This is its purpose. Yeah. You know, and that is an incredibly exciting experience to be part of. And so I was here, I was, you know, in some way it was, looking i was like shit i don't know <laughs> oops i'm not supposed to curse on the show <laughs> but I, was, I let one slip out that was um, a pg-13 it was a pg-13 yeah i'm like how how do i get that for myself as well and yeah. uh i mean i'm really kind of admiring you that you're 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 doing this and uh you've done it like multiple times in a, in a short period of time so i mean do you have any painter friends that have a studio no, this is not mm. no, not anymore. Because at I, least not anybody who lives in the, in in the neighborhood. You know. Okay. Because yeah. I found uh, a friend of mine. It's a painter, and I did some work with her um, in the summer. I guess. What kind of work? Oh, I did some uh, reference photos for her. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So she was doing a painting for um, a suicide awareness group. She's a paramedic and uh-huh. has worked a lot with mental uh-huh. health stuff and. And so she's like, I need, I can't, I want to do this. I don't know how many, I can't remember six people and I can't have them all. I, there's not enough time to have them all pose live. And uh-huh. so we need reference photos. Oh, I And see, yeah. um, she's like, then, you know, you can offer to sell your, the photos to the people. So I'm like, I oh, assured yeah, no problem. So we did it. And again, her studio is one of those places. It's a holy place. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so, yeah, and like I, and then in the context of the thing, I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm selling pictures to these people. You got to be kidding me! <laughs> Firefighters and paramedics. Uh, maybe go. Here, I some maybe the police, you. but but the you know like <laughs> no, you get, no, I can't do that. Uh-huh. So, um, but again, it was just that that sacred space of that studio, and it's it's amazing when you go to a spot that's dedicated to uh-huh. um, making something for the for the joy and and uh, and privilege of it. Mm. It's, it feels different. You know, as you're saying this, I'm I'm getting this um this memory that I had of a I was doing a shoot with some uh actors or performers I should say who um perform at the Brooklyn Botanic Garden on the Sakura Festival and we were um I wanted to do some shots of two of them uh who they're both actors a a male and a female man and a woman i should say and um the 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 guy brought his samurai swords and uh uh, what's the short sword called the the big one is a katana right i think so but the short one that you would 
uh, it, it's a secondary short sword anyway. And we did all these pose, like I, I rented this dance studio, <laughs> oh, cool. um, because it was a lot less expensive to rent a dance studio than it was a photo studio. And, <laughs> uh, even though you're really only supposed to use dance in it, but they were performing and I had a friend of mine, uh, be an assistant. Um, he came along cause he wanted to learn how to assist and another friend who assisted too. And she was just like helping me out. And for that, I think we had it for like two hours. Um, for those two hours, it was this space devoted to creativity, you know? So it was not mm -hmm. built for that, but there was a dance studio. So it still had that sense of like, you know, the floors were worn and there was mirrors on the wall, you know, for people that, for the dancers. And I, I brought all this black um, duvetine to hang up because I wanted just black background and and uh big light panels and mm -hmm. and this was a self-made production and i wasn't doing anything with the pictures it wasn't for any kind of commercial it was really for them and it was for me mm -hmm. and i got like a handful of good pictures but as you're saying this i was like wow that like i had total control of that and it didn't cost me a lot of money mm -hmm. right because i was doing it uh for you know like in a sense for exchange like they were the performers were performing and i gave them the pictures and i got a chance to make some good shots Time for print, baby. I live off that world. <laughs> and it's like, you know, we can make these, we can, you know, rather than just finding these little places to, to a, a respite, like there's nothing saying that you can't make them yourself. No. Well, you know? that, sh that shoot I did on Sunday was in the model's ho house. Yeah. This, this little tiny uh, bungalow that had a north-south and it was, it was an amazing I'm like, she she said she had a, a, another photographer friend come over and couldn't really shoot in it because the lenses were too long. Uh -huh. And so she's like, she was, wasn't sure if it was going to work. I'm like, are you kidding? I will shoot here every weekend if you let me. <laughs> like, you got to be kidding. This is amazing. And and I'm you in. made that and you made that happen though, right? I mean, it was. Oh, I, yeah. She, well, kind of, well, she, uh, I said, hey, we, you know, she texted me. I don't know. I think feel like in the springtime we should shoot uh -huh. and it just never uh -huh. worked out. So after all these studio and shoots, I'm like, oh, I'll just shoot an email. I'll shoot her a text and see what's happening. And she's like, oh yeah, let's do something. This Can you do this weekend? Sure. It was really weird. It was like, it was the timing and everything was weird. In what way? In, in a good way? Oh yeah, totally in a good way. Okay. I, yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's funny as I, this is actually making me think back when I was doing my, hunter stranger project and i feel like i'm a bit flogging or taking getting more mileage out of that than it's i should but anyway, ah, so what it's um, your pro <laughs> it's my project it's, it's your project <laughs> but one of the things i learned doing it was um that when i had a, a positive experience especially versus when i was in a negative space uh -huh. um the it, it was like those preceded me and I put that negative or positive energy, just to be the foo-foo talk, out there, uh -huh. and people picked up on it. And when I was negative, I I couldn't get a someone to shoot with me for love nor money. Uh -huh. And as soon as that switched, everything switched. And that's kind of what I feel like. I've been so low and have been in such a crappy place for so long that I'd send these texts out and I'm like, nothing, just nothing, radio uh -huh. silence. Take that that workshop and you start to get that refueling 
and you're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, this is good. I'm, this is good. And then it just builds and it builds and it builds. And in fact, actually, tonight I texted a model that I did a shoot with back in September, early, that was August, one mm-hmm. of those models I shot with back in August. Mm-hmm. And I've been slowly posting a few pictures to how I curate my feed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, but she hadn't posted anything on her Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. I'm like, oh, maybe she didn't like what we did. Hmm. You know, because it was a it was a stretch for me. She wanted to do um, like this naturey stuff, and that's not really what I do. And I wanted we wanted to do black and white, so we're doing nature with high contrast, which is a mm-hmm. fascinating combination. Hmm. And so I'm like, right. so I commented on one of her uh, Instagram stories because um, she's been going through some stuff too and kind of processing publicly a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just started texting back and forth, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry that uh, those photos that we worked did, that we did didn't work out for you." Assuming because she hadn't posted them that she didn't uh-huh. like them, and she's like, "Oh no, that's nothing at all," and explained what was happening. And then we had a little back and forth, and it was like, "Oh," but I had I had resp- I had sent her a message probably two weeks ago um, on something, and it yeah. was radio silence, or so huh. more than two weeks, maybe three weeks ago, radio silence, and then. So then I have this compounding effect of the effect of that oasis is lasting. Mm. Is that weird? It feels weird. That that is that it it continues to. Yeah, like you've walked away. It's like you're walking. You're on the fringe of it. Maybe like you've gone to the water. You've oh, got, you're, yeah, you've been ref- yeah. you've drank the water, and then you're you're moving on because life moves on. But the effects of that hydration last that's interesting that's interesting i mean rather than like just leaving it and being starving immediately yeah uh there's a residue effect Uh, that's okay (laughs) i'm glad that's happened because it would be such a drag then if you had to keep uh searching for something i mean the whole idea would be to have the effect last and 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 then perhaps the desert doesn't look so bad anymore as you're walking to your next Oh, don't location. get me wrong. The last two days were pretty crappy. Well, there is that, yeah. <laughs> and that is the PG version of what I really want to say. <laughs> but, you know, maybe there's still something deeper in me that is still feeding off those that oasis. And I think, like, that's all I can hope for. Right? Yeah. Like, it's all... Like, you're, 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 you said you're still in this... You haven't reached the next oasis yet, but you know all we can really hope for is to get there. No, I mean it, it's possible. I got uh, I'm going away this weekend, uh, just up to Connecticut, uh, which is you know not a big deal, uh, to our friend's house, and we, we do something every year called Christmas in Connecticut. Uh, it's just a sort of gathering of friends at at one of our friend's house, and and we just hang out, do all sorts of fun stuff, and. I always bring my cameras, right? Because I like to, you know, take pictures of everybody. And I, I might bring one of my instant cameras with me. I, um, uh, my Polaroid, I'm a little worried that I got my Polaroid film is aged um, poorly and it's all pink. And I'm, I got it in the fridge. Uh, to hopefully, maybe I had one bad roll or something like that. So I'm a little nervous about it because I got all this film. I might not bring that, but I have a I have a uh, a Lomography um, uh, instant camera yep. that uses the Square uh, Fuji Instax film. Yeah, 
Uh, but I only got like three packs of that film. <laughs> so long weekend. But I'll probably bring one of those cameras with me because I love taking the instant pictures. But I'm also going to bring my Fuji cameras because like when the downtime's around. I, first of all, I like to take pictures. You know, again, the same kind of things I was doing at Thanksgiving. The candid kind of, you know, uh, moments, friends hanging out. Um, not typical snapshots, but uh, very candid uh, whole, you know, they'll probably look producey because <laughs> I know what I'm doing. And I, I always find that I, I can get some energy from that. But also if the weather is nice, I, I might do some, try some star photography, hmm, uh, nice. in the backyard or, uh, I don't know, something, something that, or, you know, set up the camera re- remotely. If they have their bird feeders out, they have these giant bird feeders. And, uh, if they're out in the winter, the birds are insane. I don't usually photograph birds because I'm in New York and what do we got? Sparrows and pigeons. Um, and the occasional, you know, red tailed hawk or kestrel <laughs> that I happen to get. But I might set up the, the, the nice thing about the Fuji cameras, they've got this nice remote control uh, Wi Fi thing. So I can set up the uh, camera close to the, uh, to the bird feeder, but not be in, you know, and be in the house looking at the bird feeder through my cam, uh, my um, phone and taking shots as certain birds come around. I mean, that that is, a, is sort of a challenge to me. And that's not, you know, if anybody knows my work, you, you go to my sites, you don't see shots of birds <laughs> you know? or, or even star pictures. Like these are things I don't usually show people. I do, I'll, I'll post it. If I, if I had some good star shots, I'll post it. But it's not my, you know, I'm a street photographer. But Maybe by the time someone hears this, they'll be like, what are you talking about, Antonio? I saw those shots in your feed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is why. Yeah. Um, to me, that gives me the, you know, some energy, uh, you know, to be able to try all the different kinds of photography. And it's just, you know, four days of or three days of just hanging out and no pressure. Um, and, you know, I, I, I might get that same kind of energy that I had on uh, Thanksgiving with my family. You know, um, and generally I like to see the end results, like the, it's the end results that I'm always, you know, uh, yeah. have such a good, uh, feeling for. And I do find that that sort of holds me, uh, you know, until the next time. But, you know, every day I walk to work, like, you know, if you know me, I, I walk to work and I bring my camera with me, although it's winter and people, things are a little bit different. I haven't been shooting as much street stuff. Uh, and in fact, I've, I think I've been, go- I've, I've been going back through my archives a little bit and posting some older stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram. You might have you might have seen it, but I don't know if you can tell that it's old stuff. But uh, it's one of the things I like to talk about. It's like you know we're always pushing ourselves to go forward, 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 forward. It's like, geez, I've got like seven hundred and fifty thousand images in my Lightroom library, and I'm not exaggerating. It blows I'm, me. I'm away. in that. Yeah, and so like a lot of that hasn't been seen, and it's good stuff you know and it's 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 part of me you know so uh i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but (laughs) the the idea that um, are you looking for the introspective oasis yeah in some way you know and i i wanted to ask you i mean uh i wanted to sort of talk this out i was like how could we make this i mean you you made this thing by going to the going to the um to the workshop you know And I guess that's one way to, to, to sort of do this stuff. Like I take a class or something like that, but what's a, what do you think is a way we can do this, um, for ourselves rather than having these sort of things pop up like, uh, you know, externally, like how can we make, how can we stop in the desert, dig a hole, find some water, 
<laughs> you know, be refreshed while we're in the middle of this, you know, this heat that we, that we call life. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. That's, it's I don't hard. know if you have an answer. <laughs> I, I don't because I don't know. Um, uh-huh. I know that from, you know, for myself, uh, sometimes it just, you just get so empty that you, that there's nothing left or there's nothing even to build off of. It's just uh-huh. dry. And I've been there and I honestly, I don't think I'm very far away from that. Like these last few, the, the shoot in the late summer and this one here didn't fill my tank. It just took me from bone dry to, uh, something a little bit in the tank Uh so when i'm when i was in those you know when i hit empty empty really the only thing that's i find that can bring me back is other people and which is weird because i'm an introverted person and i don't draw energy from people Uh but when i'm that low i try to seek out some people that i know um Do, do you go to that the camera store is that what it's called the camera store. Uh, sometimes I go, to, I'll try to talk to John. It's hard because he's working and so he can't really. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really the same. I wish we had a place like that. We used to have a place. Oh, oh yeah. That, don't have, we used to have a place awesome. called the photographer's place. Uh, nice. But that, you know, went the way of the dodo as anything else did. <laughs> um, but it's nice that you've got that. I mean, at least that's a, I mean, that, you know, it's a, a say like a way station or someplace where you could recharge if you were able to. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I would just probably if I spent a little bit more time and, you know, spent, bought a book <laughs> and looked oh. at more. I actually, I did buy one. I bought a book on, uh, um, Stanley Kubrick's photography, but it's, oh, was, really? Oh, yeah. I haven't, I gotta get one yet. of those. Oh, really? I, uh, I bought it for Christmas, so I'm saving it till Christmas. Oh, wow. So it should be interesting. I, from what I've seen of it, it's really, he's, it's so much like his movies. So it, I'd say his movies were highly informed by his photography. Yeah, yeah. Um, his yeah, it's the one thing. I mean, I, you know, people may or may not know if he that he's known for you know uh, his uh, photography. Mostly, a lot of it in New York, I think. Uh, that I, I'm not even sure. I think so. Yeah, but all uh, I know is what I did flip through it. It's it was like looking at stills mm-hmm. from movie. <laughs> he he did what Crutzen is doing backwards right like he did the stills and then Mm -hmm. did the movies that were similar Mm -hmm. versus doing the stills that are similar to movies Mm -hmm. um yeah they're they're remarkable from what i've seen well i can talk about it in new year again but i think i think you know um looking at other people's work is also part of that you know recharging kind of thing um yeah and especially this well i was gonna say just especially No, 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 no. I, you know, move away from that and, or, or just balance it out. You know, mm-hmm. oh, we're, we're digital with everything. I mean, even the cameras, I mean, even the cameras, you right? Breathe you the look, fumes of paper. Oh, well, you're lucky. Yes, you can. I mean, it's. No, I, I mean it from a book, like crack open. Oh, from a book. book. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about right like the, going to a dark room or something like well, that. Well, that yeah, would yeah, be, no, that's good too. Um, no, the, the, I love the smell of book. Uh, <laughs> right, there's a love, smell. Yeah, there is a smell, but there's a feel. There's weight. Like it really the, gives pictures weight. Yeah, and and it also gives you um, uh, how to say this, like a, a sense of like a, a spacing and time, 
mm-hmm. as you're viewing, uh, where you don't get that on a on a computer where you're scrolling because mm-hmm. you really can't. I, I, it's, there's there's two different things about it. But I was going to say, like you know, we we are looking through screens all the time. Most of us are spending our time, whatever job we have, most likely you know we're in front of a computer or a lot of us are probably in front of a computer. And even, like I said, our cameras, you're looking through the world with a screen that is, um, beaming light at your eyes. And, Mm. um, even though like if you're using an optical viewfinder, in a sense, you are getting light beamed to your eyes, but it's, it's a different quality of light, but you know, right. The book is reflective light. It allows you to go through your own, uh, the images at your own pace yeah. Um, and then see something in a, I don't know, just a completely different way. So I agree. I got a book for my birthday um, that my, let's see, how do I describe this? My brother, he's my half-brother, his mom, right, okay. <laughs> gave me. She's an artist. And it was an Annie Leibovitz book on uh, portraits of women. Ooh. And couple things about it I, f- I, f- I didn't go into depth with looking at the book I just sort of flipped through it fast but I went through all of it uh, two things that were cool first of all the book was a used book so it had been in someone's library you know and um, I really liked that I liked that this was like belonged to somebody and then it then it came to me number one mm-hmm. number two uh, I'd never seen her work like this before I mean I'm not diving into her work all the time but like the stuff i know of Leibowitz or like the stuff she shoots for vanity fair like the celebrity portraits right which i kind of like you know i like mm-hmm. all of her work this was this was a lot different this was mm-hmm. many many different portraits uh let me see if i can find it um book of women i don't know what the name of it is because it's in the other room there it was it's just called women mm-hmm. uh and uh her um, late partner uh, wrote the intro to it, um, Susan Sontag, which I haven't read yet. But it's this incredible, like, thick book of portraits of women in all different situations. And they're all different styles, too. Like, the photographs. Like, and I didn't, you can't recognize, I didn't recognize the pictures as Leibowitz's pictures. Mm. Um, just the style is just so different in so many of them. But the thing was, I looked through that and I was like, you know, I actually don't have a book of, uh, pictures like this. This is something new, you know? And, you know, the, my idea is like, I want to look through this and, and what can I get from that? What, what, how can this be sort of an oasis for me? Uh, you know, in my, in my eyes, you know? So, Mm. um, but I was going to think of like, you know, are oasis is like locations. Are they, are they objects that we hold? Is it uh, um, places that we go? Is it uh, people that we talk to? I mean, it's probably all the above, right? I mean, you're saying that uh, connecting with people seems to be part of it for you. Yes, yeah, certain people, certain circumstances. Certain, but, yeah, yeah. But really, I think it can be, it should be, and it should be able to be any of the above because really when you go something, it's just somewhere, it's just a, your mind processing stimuli. So mm-hmm. whether you physically go there and have, you know, s- smell, sound, and sight, or you go to your favorite bookstore or coffee shop and crack open a book, you're still s- interpreting stimulation. So you, 
theoretically should be able to hit an oasis in whatever manner works for you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Whether it is going or whether it's opening a book or if it's walking with a camera or sitting and doing nothing. Um, This probably has a lot more to do with intention than than the actual action. Mm Mm-hmm. You just said something there like it, that caught my ear. It's like the sitting and doing nothing. Hmm. <laughs> and, and I mean that in terms of like like meditating or something like that because that's actually doing something. But the like this idea of like putting the camera down, putting the screens away, like not having any kind of stimulation. It's uh, a terrifying thought. Really? Why? Try it. <laughs> It's kind of hard to do in general. It's super hard to do. Yeah. We're so conditioned to, to seek stimulation and entertainment. Um, uh, I guess entertainment might be mm-hmm. right. Or, you know, yeah, some people, I listen to podcasts, distractions, YouTube, yeah. uh, Sudoku's or crosswords. How many people can actually sit and do nothing? I think you, people would look at you like you're crazy these days. <laughs> I know. And I, I actually, trying to imagine what that would look like you know i, I mean i mean and, and it being not meditative you know not like closing your eyes and folding your legs and listening to something and you know a bell like what would do doing nothing really be like um, actually so interesting i i i actually asked this question to somebody without asking it in this with this thing in mind so at that um and I asked two, two models recently. One was at the workshop and one was I shot on Sunday. They both do posing for figure drawing. Mm, mm-hmm. So they pose long poses. Right. And I'm they like, don't do anything. What do you do? How do you do that? <laughs> what was their answer? <laughs> uh, one girl said she, um, sometimes she'll write letters to people in her mind that never mm-hmm. really get written. Mm-hmm. But she has a, a one-way uh, dialogue. Um, with people uh-huh. uh, the other and then you know sometimes she makes lists and but it's not always um, practical things that she's doing like writing right. a letter to somebody right. is really is almost like a prayer and it's an right. almost meditative where you're right you may even be f- processing something that you feel with them and the other girl, she's like it depends sometimes um, she often when you're posing in those things you're in a studio She's like, so I just absorb all the art that's around me. Uh-huh. Hmm. When they're full of art, it's fantastic because you use hours and hours of stuff to look at and, and appreciate. So it's easy. Uh, when they're not in places that have art, it's, it's, she said it's a lot harder. So it, it was really interesting. Cause, and I just made that connection with your... Huh. And, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking, like, one, what would it be like to, rather than like writing a letter to somebody, what would it be like to photograph with your mind? Like, mm. think about places to go, whether they're real or imagined, and think about what the pictures would look like. Mm. And I and, do that with people. I do that with walking. Really? People that I see. As, yeah. Oh. I see somebody and I'm like, <laughs> we'll keep it above board <laughs> or keep it clean. And I, that's not, I don't mean it in a, in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, no, I got I, you. Yeah. I, I like, wow, they really, thank you, um, really grab your attention and they're like oh i want to know what it would be like and then you start lighting them and posing them yeah yeah and you're like oh that would be such a fantastic shot and 
I would like to do this type of shot with them and this type of pose and like, and then. So, so that's the challenge then, right? Like find yourself walking around looking at people or places or objects and, and, and saying that same kind of thing, saying, how would I shoot them? How would I photograph this, this object? Yep. And, I have uh, to be in a good space for that, but I do do it. Well, you know, that's kind of the goal. I mean, you know, uh, this idea that, you know, we, we get into these spaces where we don't want to create, um, we're, we're trudging through the sand. Uh, we all have to do that on a day-to-day basis. And how do we, you know, how can we create these little pockets of green, I should say, uh, and you know, nothing against deserts and greens. I'm just using it as a <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> like I love deserts actually, but you know, how do we make these little pockets of, uh, um, uh, you know, respite, uh, for us so that we can, we can keep going, you know, and it doesn't always have to include carrying a camera with you, you know, doesn't always have to include, you know, uh, taking pictures every day. I mean, it could, and it's nice when it does. But, um, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be all that way all the time as a challenge. I don't know. I'm thinking about that myself, you know? Well, I, but I, you know, what you, I don't know, I guess you get older or whatever, blah, blah. I don't think life is a big oasis or a big mountaintop. It's, it's ups and downs. And Uh and so I, actually one of the things that I kind of struggle not struggle with but trying to figure out how to even teach kids my kids is how to deal with the crappy stuff to get through and uh-huh. mm. i appreciate the 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 green spots right because that's that's what life is life isn't always entertaining or fun there's hard spots and um dry spots and places that are amazing and places that are meh yeah so it and it's a, it's i don't know i don't have a good answer i know a lot, oh, no. i know a lot of people that talk about <laughs> all the self-care that's required to do it but i'm just not very good at it mm. so <laughs> what's your so what's your next uh what do you got planned for uh in, in, that has anything to do with photography um oh, i'm i have all I'm slightly broad or i'm actually taking uh monday tuesday off this week and monday tuesday off next week and one of those weekends, I have a, a project that I, um, around the house, I, I need to build a cupboard thing for my mm. um, kitchen. And so I used to, when my grandfather was more able, he's, you know, he's getting old now, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm. I used to do a lot of woodworking and um, build stuff with him, finishing carpentry stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it was just a different creative outlet. Um, so I still have a bunch of his old tools, so I'm going to spend some time in the garage and build some stuff. I still like making stuff with my hands. I think that's why I like the dark room because it gives you that tactile experience. Yeah. 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 So that will be one weekend and the other, I need at least, I'll probably try to get two sessions of dark room printing if I have enough material to print. Really? Um, oh, you got, oh, you got so f- much effort to, to set it all up. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine. You have your own dark room or you're going someplace? No, I have a I have a little tiny ghetto workshop in my basement <laughs> that I it's it's the space that it I, I took over is um 
roughed in for a bathroom so it's like I don't know four and a half five feet wide and I don't know eight feet long it's like a prison cell mm-hmm. smaller actually um, that I that, but it's had plumbing in it right so there's all the drains so I can have a sink and it's a bit tight but yeah but it could be that little work. that holy space you're talking about like it is it is my space and I yeah. just don't get it in enough and I need to because I know it's a good space so that that sounds like a really nice plan. I mean, uh, darkroom stuff doesn't doesn't fully interest me again, but it does. Like, there's the the nostalgia of the the peace and the like solitude. There was something about even in a in a multi person darkroom. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you still had the sense of being by yourself. You know, because it was your enlarger and you had your prints and um, you know put your headphones on you're sort of in your own world and so i like that uh Mm -hmm. and then again you know there's parts of film that i hated and i don't like you know it's horribly inefficient it is it was all that stuff but but you know but that and that's that's probably one of the reasons i don't do it as much as i would like to but it's also one of the reasons why i enjoy it because it's it's so ridiculously slow and tedious Mm mm-hmm and that, but when you, when something works, it's like, oh, that was right. Great. And that's that sense that you've accomplished something, you know? Yeah. And, and you have you know. paper in your hands. Yeah. Yeah. So and then you I don't show know people and they get really excited because they're like, cause they're so rare. Yeah. And they, you know, uh, we don't see that much anymore. And, and I, I wish I could have something in my apartment. I can't, it's too dusty here. Mm. Wouldn't, would never work. Uh, I'm not really into retouching my negatives. Uh, uh, or I my prints. All that stuff on there. The little, yeah. <laughs> no, I blow it I, off. I, <laughs> I can, best I can. I have cat fur like embedded oh, yeah, in my that, negatives. That's <laughs> not gonna work. But yeah, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what uh, for me. I wouldn't know what I have planned. But uh, I, I am taking a few weeks off between the Christmas and New Year's since I got all this time off. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's nice to to have vacation from the. From the drudgery and uh, i'll probably do some other kind of work so i'm not going to sit around but i'm um, trying to figure out like how to get out with my cameras and and do something that is not just what i do on a day-to-day basis like taking pictures you know walking in the street i mean i might still do street photography but, but i need to find some other place to go hey does your um when you do those um classes is that does that serve as any sort of it it does and it doesn't it's a crapshoot uh because like you know we get i get a whole bunch of different kinds of students for different things and sometimes i get very enthusiastic students uh which is great and sometimes i get students who are who sometimes think the class is something other than what it it is like you know (laughs) they want to learn something about their digital cameras i said well you know this is not really a hardware class this is like me teaching you try to you know and you know i can see the kind of let down on their face a little bit like that and uh so it depends it really depends on the on the class you know um how, every, how often are you doing it i do it once a month um and it's not enough i've i've been talking to the people who run the classes i said i think we need to do this class at least twice a month the same class i think yeah. uh I need to have uh, the ability to be able to give the students a lot of info and then say, okay, now, you know, let's talk about a project that you're going to do and come back next week and, and let's see what you have, you know? Um, 
the way it is now, we, we do a lot of talk and then we go out for like 45 minutes to shoot and then come back and I barely have enough time to see everybody's picture. You know? Yeah, it sounds like a two a two class format. It does sound like a two class. So I'm hoping, you know, and would love to have the extra work because it's nice work. But I think uh, I think it would do the students a little bit better because then we could talk a little bit about some hardware. You know, you can get yeah. you can get a little uh, uh, lessons on like how to shoot in manual and stuff like that. So <laughs> um, obviously, yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and and just some extra time for like how to process the pictures. You know, what's the you know yeah. we would be doing it on, on Lightroom or Photoshop or whatever. Um, but that would be really helpful. But uh, you know, I, I, I love teaching, you know, that that's one of my little, you know, once a month I know, even, even if the class isn't like, I want to say the best class, that's not the right way to say it, but you know, the, the students are kind of not jiving, you know, mm -hmm. I still get a lot of energy telling them the stuff that I know, you know, and I end up drawing energy from them in some way as well. And so, uh, you know, I'm usually on a little bit of a high, uh, you know, the, the after the class and I might. So it is an oasis. It's a sometimes it is. it's a sweet water and sometimes it's just kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, it is. Tepid it's, water. Yeah, and I know I get that once a month and I know that's one of the things I want to spend some time during the uh, my break is to try to revamp some of the some of the uh, presentation that I give because I got to do a presentation. You got to see you got to see pictures. Uh, but, you know, it's a nice little challenge. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And I'm going to have to pick your brain because I have to do a 45 minute presentation myself in the new year. I will go by very fast. I can guarantee on, on street <laughs> photography. I'm I like, I am ha I I will show you my slideshow. You can you can maybe it will give you some some ideas. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you know what? Okay, so we've been un unqualified for this. Oh. Well, I shouldn't say that because I think the guy that invited me listens to your show. No, you're you're perfectly qualified. You're so kidding you a little you you're you're walking the streets you're taking you're taking street shots what are you talking about <laughs> i suppose you know I'd, yeah well i you know it may not be the thing that you do but it is a thing that you are doing you know, and it's true. i don't know what if, if you get what i mean by that it's like yeah. you know like i might not take let's say I, I don't do nature shots or landscape shots but i take them and and they're good and i know what i'm you know i kind of know what i'm doing but I'm like my main thing is street photography but mm, same right. thing with you i mean you might not be doing that but you are shooting in the street and and the shots that you come out with are pretty com you know compelling so yeah you know something about it mm. not Fair a big enough. deal not a big deal yeah yes. you'll 45 minutes <laughs> i believe you you'll be done Just, yeah surprised. put me in front of you know i can talk people you know, to sleep, I think. <laughs> That's one of the things I say in my class. I'm like, what do I, oh, one of my slides is like, uh, you know, like tips about photography. And like and one of the slides is like, read the, you know, the effing manual. Right? And I show a couple of like, you know, Nikon manuals for the cameras. And it's just, and, and I say, you know, you got to know your equipment. And I said, you know what? Like, forget these manuals. Don't, don't ever read the manuals from the, from the, from the, uh, from the box from the camera because I said they'll put you to sleep faster than I will. <laughs> 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 like, so you know I have a good time with that. But anyway, yeah. So look, hey, we've been talking for an hour. We still haven't really. Well, I don't know if we we've gotten into this thing, this creative oasis. I'm not going to trademark the name because it's already been taken uh, <laughs> by some you know creative coaches and stuff like that, and, that, and that's fine. But I liked. Again, I like the idea that we can find these little places 
that keep us going through, you know, the desert of life. And that's just such a weird thing to say. <laughs> did you, did you watch, um, the movie ready, P- ready player one? Yes, I did. So this, when you went as, as we're talking, we actually, mm-hmm. when you brought that, those words up and it made me think of that. And it was interesting because in that show, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it and wants to spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, you know, it was interesting that they that people got sucked in and stayed in the oasis, and then at the how at the end mm. they they intentionally turned it off for two de- two days a week because life was lived in the real world. And so that's a you know maybe the has a fascinating mm. little connection I think there that you know this is that life isn't about the way the oasis; it's just somewhere that you pass through. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and we have to. Uh... You know, we still have to pay attention to all those spaces in between mm-hmm. um, because the ups and downs, they're all important. It's not really good to just get yourself carried away with all the only good things and, you know, because then it becomes like a drug and then, you know, you're, you're missing out on the rest of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't want to do that because that informs your creativity, you know? Right. Um, you have a bad day. I mean, maybe there's something that you can take with you. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know how you would be with this, but like, you know, you got bad days. There's nothing saying that you can't photograph on a bad day. You know? Well, have you seen my, uh, <laughs> what the, the theme in my, my, my feed? It's kind of black. I, that's, then that's fine. It's, <laughs> that's it's like, probably fairly informed by okay. my life. All right. Like, oh yeah, look, that's 85% black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a bit on the obvious side. I get that. I'm I and I'm also thinking of like uh I think I was talking to Mac about um, I can't remember I was talking about this, but um I you know, I will even post those pictures that are are kind of not great. Like meh. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's what I was going through that day. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's all not about posting the best image which like social media and, and everything that around us wants you to do like they want you to move forward and, and new and fresh and everything's perfect and i'm thinking like you know there are days when like i got a crappy stomach or you know the world just uh you know pooped on my head and that's probably maybe a good time to take a picture and the picture may not be great but it's very telling of what's going on you know so yeah, I think I think that's probably you know I loop back to this all the time, but I'm I'm wondering if that's one of the reasons why you you had to take a break there for a while is and until I, you can reconcile in your mind that this is not always have to be the best of me. Yeah, right. Like it may be your best photos, but it as long as you feel that it's representing the multi-dimensional you then you know where where as opposed to the, always the polished you or the yeah the on you i think you're right and i think if you're looking at my stuff in the past I mean, we're talking about instagram right now because that's mm-hmm. where i'm posting everything if you look in the past week you're going to see a lot more you're going to see a diverse um antonio and not not a street shooter you know and uh I think that came, you're right. It came from that long break when I, when I decided like, 
like I'm not just this one person and I can't just keep doing this same thing day to day. Yeah. Um, but there are little baby steps I'm taking, you know? I'm not yeah. And it, like I remember a couple months ago, there's a lot of debate in some of the chat circles that we run in and some people are, you know, were had less of a problem with it than you. And there was more people, some people with more angst towards it. And really, even then I was noticing, like, it just depends on where you're at in your mind and how you view this. And it's, it's hard to say, like, you can't, so you can't say that, uh, it's all bad because it's not, because clearly some people can ha- are in a different space and can do it. But mm-hmm, at the same mm-hmm. time, you can't say, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, no, there is something wrong with it because some people can't handle it or some people aren't, haven't got to the point that they can handle it and reconcile the things that need to reconcile because we're not all the same. Mm. It is. And as soon as you can wreck it, like if you're, if you're comfortable now because you're like, okay, no, I can show more of myself, then it's probably not going to be a problem. It may be even just not a problem for a season. Right. And it's, it's sort of managing your own expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Which we need to do sometimes. Mm. So, all right. Hey, we've been, (laughs) we've been going for like an hour and plus. So I want to, I, I, don't I don't want to talk leave this, this oasis. Well, you know, it's been, um, it's, it's good to talk. It's been good to talk about this. Yeah, and uh, I want to keep thinking about this because this is this is something that is not going to change. This is gonna this is gonna be with us. This kind of um, you know the thought process, the idea of these things that we need to do to keep ourselves creative. Uh, keep us sort of sane in some way. I think creatives need to be, are, are seen when they're creating, you know? Uh, and, yeah, uh, or something. I, yeah. Well, I mean, then I, then I like this idea that, uh, maybe, uh, I, I might try one day not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not a whole day, but, uh, like an hour or two thinking like, the models that you were talking about like yeah we'll know. see how long you can go before the guilt kicks in <laughs> i should be doing something <laughs> all right I, I will try that and i will report back sounds good happens. all right hey mark this is fantastic thanks for thanks for deciding that uh you do this in the last minute and, yeah, no and chat i think you're gonna have to put a warning at the beginning of the intro there and say the easy this or be, be warned this gets it gets kind of real <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I the I don't want. Are off here yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. I mean, uh, sure, why not? It's my show, I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, let's uh, tell people where they can find you. Uh, you can find most of my stuff at uh, Canadian Portraitist on Instagram. Uh, CanadianPortraitist.com is uh, right now the main the main stuff. Mm-hmm. I think on Twitter, Mark Ryerson didn't get the Canadian portraits. I had Twitter longer, but if you go to Instagram, it's most of the current work. Keeping up a website's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> All right cool. Well, so. hey, Mark, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love it, and uh, yeah. So uh, I will, uh, I will end the show. Well, end this segment, and then. <laughs> And make an exit outro a little bit later. Anyway, thanks, Mark. Yeah, no problem.
So I really hope you enjoyed that chat with me and Mark. Uh, I really got to thank Mark again for coming in at the last minute. I literally called him up in the daytime and I said, hey, you want to be on the show tonight? And he, uh, he answered the call. So I really appreciate it. So anyway, thanks, Mark. And we will have him again on. And just let us know uh, how, how you like the show and like the discussion. I mean, you know. Uh, I'm open to uh, all kinds of feedback and stuff. So anyway, uh, the uh, that's it for the show. Um, you can find uh, me at switchtomanual.com. Right now, the website is kind of a shambles <laughs> because I haven't worked on it. I haven't had the time, but I got a break coming up during the holidays. So my intention is to get that working. But in the meantime, the uh, surrogate homepage is going to be the Podbean page where the where the podcast is host. So, uh, you know, you can go check us out there. And, you know, I spend most of my time on Twitter at switch the number two manual. So to manual and Instagram also switch the number two manual. But if you want to look for my own stuff, it's at AM Rosario on Twitter and Facebook and Flickr uh, and uh, Instagram. You can go find me there. And, uh, you know, we'll have a couple more shows for the December coming up. I'm still thinking about trying to get more shows, you know, uh, on a monthly basis. But uh, right now it's just still be two. So I'll get a couple in before the for the holidays anyway. Uh, and if you guys want to help support the show, I haven't set up a Patreon account yet. I might do that. That might be a kind of a helpful way. But uh, for now, we got a couple of tip cups, uh, actually one on the Podbead page. So if you want to help out with some of the bills, uh, <laughs> I would appreciate it. But you know, if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I wouldn't say no. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. And again, send me some feedback on social media about what you think about this show. And uh, look, until uh, you know December, I will uh, see you later. And adios. <laughs>